All right, Cupid, open up that beak. Daddy is making his podcast. That's a good hawk. <clears throat> hey, listener, my name is Chemistro the Match Mage, and welcome to Wizard Seeking Wizard, the dating show for wizards. Let me see if I can find the tape cassette with the theme song. Ah, here it is. Hello, you must be looking for love. This is Wizard Seeking Wizard. Welcome to our first episode. As I said, I'm Kimistro, and I'll be your host. As happens to every wizard eventually, I was betrayed by my students, one Smoochulon the Smug, and imprisoned here in this crystal sphere between worlds. In order to while away the long days, eons, it all blurs together here, I've decided to start a wizard dating podcast where I use my immense wisdom in order to help wizards find each other. Also, it should help me stay sane. (laughs) There's not a lot to do in a crystal prison between worlds. It's kind of either go mad or start a podcast. So I've wired up my hawk old Cupid here to record audio, and I've put out the call to lonely wizards throughout the multiverse for their personal ads, for whatever sort of relationship they seek. And together, listener, we shall help them find the wizard of their dreams. Now, pay close attention, for I am unable to influence the outside world, and when the podcast is done, it shall be your votes that decide which mages meet here on Wizard Seeking Wizard. Now, there are many kinds of wizard relationship, but the kind that we all know best is romance. Two hearts, or more, or less. However many hearts you have, I'm not here to judge about hearts. Meeting as one. Finding a life, or unlife, partner for our necromancer friends. On this episode, we're going to focus on helping those wizards out there who are looking for love to find one another. You know, there really is nothing more powerful than wizard relationship energy. Here, uh, let me show you. Do you remember your first summer wizard romance? When you were a young apprentice forced to forage for spell components down by the train tracks, and your hand met another's reaching for the same toadstool? Do you remember what magic words went through your mind? When your eyes met eyes beneath a cap just as pointy as your own. Say them now, listener. Those were some good magic words. Let's take some of those vibes and channel them into my crystal ball here. Oh, yes, the signal is coming in wonderfully clear. Listen now to the tale of Hyacinth Howell and his heart that yearns for romance. Hi there. My name is Hyacinth Howell. I'm 25 and living in Delft here. 
I found the app for this a little while ago. It manifested on the event board in the bookstore I own. I almost forgot about it, but a friend of mine told me I should give it a shot. <laughs> He's always trying to push me to do and try new things, so here I am, giving it a shot. I run a bookstore called The Howlery. It's been in my family for four generations now, and I guess my great-great-grandmother had a thing for puns. Books have always been a part of my life. My favorite books have always been horror novels and mysteries, but I love getting to read about archaeology, history, unsolved mysteries, and mythology from around the world. Besides books, I love going to museums and exploring new places in the city. I'm always up for an adventure. My friend brings me out to parties, bars, carnivals, and concerts, which is always a ton of fun. He gets that side of me. I'm looking for someone to fall in love with. Not rivals or collaborators, just wanting to have a happy ending of my own. Or at least a happy story. I want to meet someone who makes me feel like there's something more to life. Someone caring and curious about the world around them. Someone who likes to find the gem in every stone. Someone like... Well, someone who understands me and wants to be with me. So, yeah, if you're out there, I'd like to talk. Oh, Hyacinth, I hope you find what you're looking for. Though I think perhaps there is somebody already taken up residence in there. Much like the heart-dwelling cardioid macaques of the slumbering mountains. Except, in this case, it's not a tiny four-armed ape in your aortic valve. It's unrequited love. Well, perhaps we can get that monkey out your heart with the love of a sweet wizard. Now, this next ad was brought to my crystal sphere in the talons of an owl, which banged against the side over and over until I managed to convince it to play the tape outside while... I had Cupid here, recorded by using his beak as a contact mic, pressed closely against the side of the sphere, picking up every vibration. I still don't know how that owl found its way into the walls between worlds, but it looked quite expensive, so I imagine it was a deluxe owl. But enough idle owl speculation. This next ad comes from Annie, a wizarding student about to enter her seventh year at an institute of wizard learning that I am legally prohibited from mentioning. Let me just, uh, cue up the tape. Hi, <laughs> my name's Annie, and in September, I'll be going into my seventh year of magic wizard school, <laughs> which is like super exciting. I'm looking for someone who's like, really good looking, <laughs> like, really, really very attractive, and at least two, but ideally at least four inches taller than me, so I can wear heels. Um, also, he should have, like, not creepy parents. Um, like, good parents. Like, okay, I come from an all-wizard pure plasma family, but, you know, that's not important. The important part is, like, they're rich. <laughs> they're rich and they, like, own a boat rich. I mean, 
it's important that his mum is like really, really sweet and maybe she like bakes cookies or whatever and his dad is like super hot. Like really, really very hot and attractive because if his dad is super hot, that means he's gonna be super hot or we'll get hotter soon, which is like all very, very important. Um, and then they can invite me to like loads of fab family vacations and we can get lots of pictures and we can post them all over like social media, which is like a cool thing that non-plazas do, but it's still like super fun despite it. Um, yeah, I think that would be like ideally really great. And we can like go on dates, like I like going shopping and um, going to concerts and like buying things from stores and like going to eat like food um, on dates, that's really fun. Um, oh, okay. This is a really fun, super awesome date idea. You can go to a cafe that's like a non-plus cafe. So like, they don't know that you can do magic, but you can. Okay, so you go to the cafe and then you order an ice latte and then they bring it to you and then you turn it hot and then you say, mm -hmm, excuse me, uh, I ordered an ice latte, but this is a hot latte. And they say, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I thought I brought you a ice latte. And you say, mm -hmm, no, do I look like I have a ice latte in front of me? And then they say, no, that looks like a hot latte. And then you say, mm, can you please go get me what you're supposed to? Thank you. And they bring you another ice latte. And then you turn that hot too. And they bring it out. And they're like, oh my goodness, in my hands, it just turned hot and I don't know what happened. And you're like, wow, you're really bad at your job, aren't you? And they're like, oh my goodness, I'm not sure what's going on right now. I'm so sorry, miss. And you say, go get me an ice latte. And they bring you an ice latte and then you turn it hot and then they cry and then you get free dessert. And it's so fun. <laughs> My ex-boyfriend Tommy and I did that once and it was like a really fun time and we had a lot of fun. magic broom flying team sport it doesn't mean you can like do whatever you want to do okay like anyone can prevent balls from flying in your face okay anyone can and it doesn't mean you can just do whatever you want to do with anything I mean you can't just like break up with someone like maybe it was just like two weeks before her birthday and she was like really looking forward to it and you broke up with her and it's done. <laughs> I would like my next boyfriend to be very, very hot. To be very, very athletic and talented. To be like a really good wizard. To be like rich and have rich parents and a hot dad and be like a nice guy. <laughs> okay, that's all about me. I'm Annie. I'm gonna be in my seventh year of Magic Wizard School <laughs> and I'm looking for love. <laughs> Bye.
Wow. Uh, this is a judgment-free sphere, but Annie, you seem just awful. And that's coming from me, a wizard trapped in a crystal sphere. Also, that ad was worryingly dilf-focused. I, I think I need to take a quick break to think about that one. Uh, uh, Cupid, uh, play a message from one of our sponsors. I have procured a very generous grant to unofficially study the magical creatures of the world around us called Fae. I'm here to release a squonk back into the wild. What I'm looking at right now is a speckled griffin. The male looks like he's about to start the mating dance right now. He is waving the brushes back and forth in a pattern to attract the female's attention. What are we looking at? Hippocampi. Here. Remember how they use the sight stone? You look through the hole in the middle. What are you? Look at that. It uses a pumpkin as a shell. No, I think it is a pumpkin. Oh, he's a little distracted right now. So are the rest of your little friends. What the hell did you do? Are you joking? We can't make a deal with this thing. Want to be a part of the adventure? Listen to the Viridian Wild, a fantasy nature podcast about zoology and the magical creatures living all around us. Thank you, Cupid. Uh, that was a wonderful sponsorship. We started getting them arriving on the Ether subway, so I figured, why not play an ad and sort out the payment later? When I'm no longer in this terrible sphere. <sighs> One day. Before I bring you any more wizard personals, I'd like to share with you my spell of the week. I'm an older wizard, and my feet get tired from standing around the old sphere all day, so I'm going to show you a personal favorite spell. A chair summoning. To summon for yourself the most comfortable of chairs. As with any spell, first make sure that you have the proper material components in stock. For this spell, I'll be needing distilled grunts of relaxation, harvested upon the full moon when workers returning home loosened their belts at last. Acknowledge that the price of your comfort will be that somewhere in the universe, three bolts and a screw will vanish from an Ikea kit, never to be found again. And trace the sigil of Tempest the Prime, of the vision telegraphic in the air with your wands. A box within a box, crowned by the Holy V. Then, chant the incantation of Yob Ez Ezal, the Demon Prince of Comfort. Now, sit back and relax as the most comfortable of seats rises beneath you. Take care not to pass gas into its form, for it is mildly sentient, and that is very rude. Also, it can use that scent to track you to the ends of the earth when it metamorphoses out of its larval form. But don't worry too much about that, you'll be long dead by the time it hatches. Mostly it's just rude to the chair. Ah, that's a good sit. Anyway, let's hear from our next wizard seeking love. 
Say hello to Bernadinaton. Bernadinaton is a specialist in cat-based magic, looking for someone to share their nine lives with. Hello. I am Bernadinaton. I am a 468-year-old wizard, and I am looking for love. I live on the edge of town in an adorable derelict mansion. My interests include baking, gardening, bone collecting, and cats. Cats are somewhat of a given. I was formally trained at Wortherston School of Wizardry and received my degree in cat-based magics with a minor in communications. I currently have 32 cats as familiars. In my spare time, I enjoy teaching them tricks such as tap dancing or breaking every human law. I love each one of my jellical friends with all of my heart, which is currently in a beautiful vase over the fireplace. My idea of the perfect date would be a lovely dinner set to candlelight and music. Very romantic and cozy. Maybe a local French bistro or a Taco Bell. After, we could stroll along the river and discuss divination techniques. I'm a fan of Mungo Jerry's theory on ley lines and their effect on kitten summoning. But I love to hear new opinions and thoughts. My deal breakers are leaving ancient tomes on the floors, not putting the cap back onto the toothpaste tube, and cauldrons. They make no sense anymore. Just get a large crock pot. They work just as well and are far less of a hassle. The open fire, the soot, the awkward hook and chain setup. It is so cumbersome. And besides, they're so expensive nowadays. And it's not like the quality is what it used to be. Back in the day, I could buy a 40-gallon cauldron for a couple bets. And now they want how much? Ugh, pointless. Besides, who makes potions in those quantities anymore? I bought myself one of those instant pots a few years ago, and I'm never going back. Plus, it has a yogurt setting, which I just think is neat. Well, if this old wizard has caught your fancy, don't hesitate to send a raven. Or an email. I do have a laptop now. Ah, yes. There's nothing like the love of a good familiar. Cupidir has been with me through thick and thin, haven't you, old friend? <coughs> no, that doesn't mean you get to eat my bacon in the morning. Because it would play merry hell with your tummy. And it's mine. But I do appreciate you diving into this sphere with me. Even though it might actually have been better for you to stay outside to work on rescuing me. No, I'm not ungrateful. It was the heat of the moment, and I'm proud of you. But I would also have been proud of you saving me. How am 
I being passive-aggressive? Let's talk about this after the show, all right? I love you. You have to say it back. That's a good hawk. Sorry about that, listeners. Uh, this next wizard ad floated into my sphere, dripping with seawater and smelling of fish. I dried it out over my cauldron's fire. Let's see your crockpot do that, Bernadineton. And it should be ready to play right about now. I don't know if I got all the seawater out, uh, so my apologies if this ad sounds a bit... briny. Uh, this ad comes from Turpin Muldoon, the seafaring seer. Hi there. Uh, name's Turpin Muldoon. Uh, some folks uh, know me as the seafaring seer. Uh, let's see, uh, a little about myself. I was uh, born uh, the son of a, an old sailing salt. He, uh, you know, sailed around, left my mom for uh, long stretches of time, and I uh, didn't didn't really know him all that much. But uh, you know, grew up grew up in a fishing fishing village myself, and then I went uh, off to the local arcane university and uh, learned the ways of magics. Turns out I uh, excelled pretty well at the divination and astrology portions of my studies, so I took a job on a sailing vessel myself, following my pa's footsteps, and uh, became a pretty adept hand at uh, being able to tell what the weather was going to be like and when. Of course, it helped that I knew the stars pretty good too, so I was able to help out with the navigation here and there. Oh, uh, what am I looking for? What am I looking for? Well, you know, there's a, there's a point in your life where you see the insides of a fish on the outsides of its body, and uh, it gets to be a little bit much to stomach. So I'm uh, looking to settle down, you know, a nice uh, quiet cottage by the sea, maybe. I uh, could even see myself uh, living in a lighthouse. Uh, if I could Settle down with a nice handsome fella, uh, that'd be, uh, that'd be pretty nice, you know, uh, maybe someone with a big burly, uh, burly beard, mustache, and, uh, you know, the muscly, muscly type guy, you know, or, 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 uh, or, uh, or a handsome lady, you know, I could, I could, uh, I could see myself settling down with a handsome lady as well, you know, I could, uh, maybe open a little candy shop or ice cream, ice cream parlor on the, on the side of a, sea where the wind uh, hits just right you know not not too stormy uh, not too calm maybe a nice breeze off the off the seas oh there i go again uh, rhyming i don't mean to but uh, you know it's a it's a nervous thing i suppose anyway um you know so if you're a if you're a handsome uh wizard type who's you know maybe into making sweets in a little bakery uh, or you know like i said a uh, lovely lady, la lady type who uh, you know runs a lighthouse. I could, uh, I could see myself settling down with you, having a nice romantic night by the fireplace. Of course, if um, if you're just looking for someone to maybe take on some work in a lighthouse or a candy shop or ice cream parlor, uh, you know, I'm, I am just also looking for a job. So uh, I, either one job or or love you know true love 
I, either either one uh, sounds good. Either one sounds good. Thank, thanks, I, I suppose. Thank you, Turpin. I hope that you find the handsome wizard that you're looking for to settle in whatever lighthouse or boat that you may float into love. Uh, it's right there. It's so easy. Sorry. Uh, thank you for joining me today, listener. Now that you have heard from all of the wizards seeking love on this program, please make your way to our social media account on Twitter at Wiz4Wiz. That's Wiz, W-I-Z, the number four, Wiz, which is managed by Cupid here to vote on who should date who. We'll hear from them next episode on how their dates went. Again, that's Wiz, the number four, Wiz on Twitter. And please, vote for who should go on a date because I can't do it due to this damn crystal prison. Ah, making this podcast has done me a world of good, Cupid. I can feel it keeping me sane. And the wizard relationship energy it's unleashed in here. It's invigorating. I feel like a young wizard again, 200 years old with booty in my shorts and a beard on my face. Well, I still have a beard on my face, but you you get it, right, Cupid? Yeah, you get it. What do you mean I better have a way to manage the energy? What could go wrong? We're in a crystal sphere in between worlds. You're just being paranoid, you sweet old After all, that's the worst of it. What was that? Cupid. In the sphere. There's a crack. Thank you for listening to Wizard Seeking Wizard. This is a community project made to give people something fun to do during our long isolations. In this episode, Davis Walden was Hyacinth Howell. You can find him on Twitter at Davis Walden. He makes the audio drama podcast The Viridian Wilds about a naturalist with the sight adventuring with fairy creatures. Lauren Chapman was Annie the Seventh Year. You can find her on Twitter at Lauren Chappa. That's Lauren C-H-A-P-P-A. Lilith Penrod was Bernadinaton the Cat Mage. You can find them on Twitter at Cheerio Buffet. They also make the Star Wars actual play podcast Tabletop Squadron, which is now beginning its second season. You can catch up with their catch-up episode available now on your podcatcher. You can also find them on Twitter at Tabletop underscore squad. Jared Mason was Turpin Muldoon. You can find him on Twitter at Jared E. Mason and on Instagram at jemason921. Our theme song was written and performed by Mess and Finesse Studios in Somerville. You can find them on Twitter at Mess plus Finesse. Our logo was designed by Julie Benbesay. You can find her on Instagram at T underscore four underscore J-B-A-S-S or on Twitter at art underscore of underscore J-B-A-S-S. Transcripts by Lex Lewis. You can find Lex on Twitter at Ser Lexalot. That's S-E-R-L-E-X-A-L-O-T. Wizard ads were written and performed by the person portraying that wizard. 
The rest of the episode was written by me, Max Kreisky. I also did the sound design and uh, some of the sound design for the wizard ads as well. I also produce the podcast True Tales of the Illuminati. We'd love it if you listen to True Tales. It's an office sitcom about the Illuminati set in ancient Egypt. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next time here on Wizard Seeking Wizard. <laughs>